Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. The first one to, to share, we'd actually had ran it uh, my first year starting against the Patriots, and they had, they had accidentally covered it because the guy was just following the ball. And so we kind of been hanging on to that one, trying to find the right opportunity. And I thought, thought Coach Reed had a, did a great job of calling it there on that on that down a distance and, and to get that touchdown. Uh, Coach Reed and Eric Harry being in the Coach being in the end. So that one was good. And then, and then the other one was a play that we worked on in training camp uh, that, uh, that we had drawn up, and I thought uh, – Fish did a great job of reporting and then making a, a heck of a catch because he was more open in practice. So, I mean, I had to throw it there high for him, and he made a great catch on it. That is Patrick Mahomes, not Pat. It's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, they looked good last night in a win over the Baltimore Ravens, and the Chiefs, like, haven't lost in forever. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane, Coos here on a Tuesday, and Tuesday's 4 o'clock. Always joined by Jason Fitz from ESPN, Spain and Fitz on ESPN Radio, 7 o'clock. And Jason joins us right now. I've got the million-dollar question. You get Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers right now. You can't take their teams. You just get the quarterback. Who are you taking? Yeah, I'm Patrick Mahomes, but all that. I mean, I, I, I can't just even put into words the playmaking we constantly see from him. And it's not that everybody else doesn't do their thing, but, I mean, if you're especially if you're talking about today, like, I think if you watch clips of Aaron Rodgers from several years ago, you remember how athletic he used to be. He's not necessarily that same guy at this point. And, you know, I'll, I'll take Russ as the winner, and I love everything about Russ. But Mahomes, I mean, last night he had this little moment where he jumped, didn't throw the ball, everybody jumped with him, then he turns and throws the ball a total different direction. It's like, he does things that we've never seen before. There are kids today in high school that are trying to practice the type of passes he's pulling off in games because it's so much fun to watch. I don't, I don't know that we've ever seen an athlete like this do what he's doing at the quarterback position, and I think he's got a genuine shot at being the greatest of all time. So I'm taking him home. Hello to Jason Fitz, uh, by the way, as we come off that big game, that big matchup that Lamar Jackson didn't really do his part last night in that game. And here's the curiosity, Austin, on that at night question yeah. is, you know, they're so loaded on Kansas City. They are so loaded up. Yeah. And if you think about everything around it, you, you talk about Andy Reid all the time. You played for him and you have Andy Reid and you have Eric Bieniemy, who's <laughs> this great mind and he's going to be the next big. He already should have a coaching job, but he will hopefully soon. And you have all these weapons like I I'm curious. What if you put them? With on the Seattle Seahawks, mm-hmm. what if you put him on the Green Bay Packers? Would he be this tremendous? So first of all, to answer your question, who I would take, 
Um, I know experience is a big thing, but I'm taking Kyler Murray. Now, second question. <laughs> no, I'm taking Kyler Murray. Now, second, hey, Kyler Fitz, Murray. We have, a, we have a Kyler Murray, Team Murray, Team Minshew thing going on I'm taking here, Kyler so. Murray. So anyway, <laughs> so, to, to take more in depth of that question, uh, you make a, a great point here, Brent, because it's the argument that I always got in when I, I was asked the question, who's better, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? One can make an argument and say Tom Brady was so great because of Bill Belichick and that offense and just the way they ran things, right? On the other side, Aaron Rodgers, probably one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but I feel like if you put Aaron Rodgers at any team, he immediately makes them better. With Tom Brady, you need an offensive line, right? You need a certain kind of play calling. So I think that Aaron Rodgers as a skill set is the better quarterback. Now, if you break down Patrick Mahomes, it's kind of that Aaron Rodgers effect, where no matter where Patrick Mahomes is going to go, he's going to make that team better. Yes, he's got a scheme that's beneficial for him. Yes, he's got the skill players that are beneficial towards him. But I just think the way that guy can sling the ball on um, his mobility, to say the least, I think Patrick Mahomes can make any team better. Yeah, he did certainly. I mean, I think all three could. That's yeah. why I like this comparison better than maybe your Brady and, and Rodgers one, because I think all three could make that other team. They're playing such good football right now. They're out of their minds. The other side of this, Jason, is Lamar Jackson. You know, I just did a segment previously, can Gardner Minshew bounce back this coming week? And my big problem with Minshew's performance Thursday night is that the floor sometimes is too low. His is good is really good, but his floor is too low. I think we saw that a little bit from Lamar Jackson. That'd be my one criticism. Yeah, he's MVP good when he's good but i don't think your bad should be as bad as that was last night well i i agree to a certain extent but i also think i you're you're right and we've seen this in some big moments but there's also a structure to the offense and one of the things that i really credited yesterday coming into the matchup is that both coaches uh, on both sidelines have looked at their weapons that they have and said how do we tailor something around it i don't really feel like the baltimore offense like if you're an offense that's predicated on spreading the ball out and you can't run, then we yell at you during the Super Bowl when all of a sudden you can't chew the clock out, right? Like, there certain offenses are built in a way that they can't do the opposite thing. And that's the case in a lot of ways to me to the Ravens' offense is that it's built around this set of skills that Lamar Jackson has that's built a little bit on the run and getting on everybody uh, to sort of have to be disciplined in that, and then it creates passing lanes because of that. So if you're down by a couple of touchdowns, and the other side knows that they're not gonna, you're not gonna run. Now they've taken away the dynamic of how the offense is built. So a little of that is on Lamar Jackson, but a lot of that is also on the construction of the offense in Baltimore, which when it works is spectacular, but when you're down by two touchdowns, isn't gonna give you a lot of chance. Jason, there's still a lot of ball left to play this NFL season. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves a little bit, but you have teams like the New York Jets that are 0-3, right? Uh, teams like the Denver Broncos, 0-3. New York Giants, 0-3. Vikings, 0-3. Um, I want to talk about the Giants and the Vikings real quick, right? Because let's say that they keep on sliding, and let's say they can't win a lot of games. I think the Vikings would be the biggest um, upset of all time if they finish like, you know, last in the division. But regardless of that, let's, for whatever, for the sake of this drill here, let's say they, they finish last. And let's say that they're in the running for the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Do you think that Trevor Lawrence is that once-in-a-generational player where if you're the Giants or you're the Vikings, and let's keep in mind, the Giants, they have Daniel Jones right now, and they put a lot into him, and the Vikings are very pot-committed to Kirk Cousins right now. Do you pull the trigger on Trevor Lawrence and try to get him, even though there's other factors like, you know, Daniel Jones being the first-round pick, even though there's the factors of Kirk Cousins getting all that money? In Minnesota, yes. I think Trevor Lawrence would be the difference because Kirk Cousins just hasn't been good enough. So if I'm Minnesota, I've got a roster there that I believe in. I'm going to put Trevor Lawrence on that and believe that all of a sudden we win more games. On that dumpster fire of a Giants roster, I don't care if you've got – I don't care who you put there. I don't care if you put Patrick Mahomes on that team. 
I don't think that that team's any good. That offensive line is absolutely hot garbage. They haven't been able to figure out anything on the defensive side of the ball. We still don't know what their coaching situation looks like. I, I just can't believe that we're going to change the quarterback and it's going to change the fortunes. The Giants have so many needs that if they end up with the first pick in the draft, this is one of those rare times when I say, I'm not sure, even though I believe Trevor Lawrence is a generational-type player, I don't know that you can have enough success with just him. You, you might have to look at trading him away for a bounty and then going in and actually, I don't know, building an entire roster. Like, gentlemen, what he's done is almost criminal to that Giants roster as a whole. We still don't know if Daniel Jones is any good because how can you play when the guys around you are not capable of playing at an NFL level? Yeah, I think both teams are kind of like – I mean, Sam Darnold might be in the same situation. I mean, they, you just they're so bad. Yeah. I mean, they are so bad around him. But he's also seeing ghosts, though, yeah, too. Yeah, well, I don't know my quarterback's seeing ghosts. I, I, I would be, have more confidence in Daniel Jones than I do in Sam yeah. Darnold because there's been more you know, to work with, with Darnold and yeah. he's still not getting it done yeah. uh, in, in terms of uh, – you know, he's played more games, but he doesn't have anything there. I mean, it's really hard. You can make the case that he just doesn't have anything around him. Uh, Jason Fitz with us from ESPN Radio, Spain and Fitz, 7 o'clock. Uh, joins us every Tuesday. We don't usually talk a lot of other things other than football, but how about the NBA, the finals? Miami Heat, LeBron James and this Laker team, and LeBron has to win this, right? This is like part of the legacy play of this is he, he's such a big favorite, the Lakers have to win. Yeah, I think when you start talking about that aspect of it, I mean, if he's able to win a championship this year in the bubble in the year that uh, obviously led to the tragic death of Kobe and Gigi Bryant, like you start thinking about what that means for cementing even the Lakers portion of his legacy. For somebody that was not necessarily accepted by Lakers fans when he came over, this is that moment that would change that. So I think there is some element of that. I think the Lakers are the better team here, guys, just because of AD. And LeBron, they're two incredible players that are difficult for anybody to match up against. The only thing I'd say is that in the bubble and through the playoffs, there have been nights that we've seen sort of a lackadaisical effort from AD or LeBron, take your pick, mostly from AD in that situation. They've always bounced right back, but you're not going to get away with that against this Heat team. This Heat team may not be as talented, but they've got the better coach going into this in Spolstra, and they've got the better motor, the better give-a-darn, the better effort play on it from guys that are scrappy and from guys that have sort of learn how to, to gel with each other. So they can create some matchup issues against the Lakers. It's going to take AD and LeBron really being on to win the series. I think they will do that, but I wouldn't be shocked to see Miami make it a lot more difficult than a lot of people think. Jason, uh, before we let you go here, I have a little exercise for you. Of course you, you, are you do. Are you down to play, man? Are you down to play? Oh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Right, Let's go. Game mode. Here we go. So listen, man, when it comes to the Ravens and Chiefs, I think everybody was excited for that game. You didn't have to sell that game at all. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, you know, undefeated teams going toe-to-toe. Like, we were all excited for that game. Thursday night football features the 0-3 Denver Broncos traveling to the 0-3 New York Jets. Jason Fitz, I want you to sell on why I should watch this game this Thursday night. And good luck to you, sir. Um, <laughs> well... Uh, well, what do we focus on? Jerry Judy? Is that our sales pitch here? Like, you know what? Alabama's best wideout has gone to Denver where nobody's going to throw to Look, I, uh, maybe the jerseys will be cool. Maybe they'll do, like, some sort of neon thing. Like, I mean, this is this is the – of all the hot garbage Thursday night football matchups. And, look, I'm not mad at it. Like, I understand, you, you know, beginning of the week for the NFL week, everybody's thirsty for it usually – you burn this matchup on a night where, you know, everybody's going to watch football anyway, but this one's absolutely hot garbage. I mean, they're, they're, I, I can't find anything about the Jets that's even appealing as a team to watch right now. I didn't believe in Darnold coming out. 
I don't really believe in Darnold now. You know, I, I, I think Adam Gase has actually found a way to take bad ingredients and make an even worse dish out of it. And the Broncos have no quarterback, which is what they're going to put on John Elway's tombstone a long, long time from now. I was a great quarterback that could never find a quarterback. Like that's, I mean, the, the absolute deficiency. This is the fireball. Like, which one of these idiots should be fired because they're just running their teams into the ground? Well, I'm sold. <laughs> Neon jerseys and someone's getting fired. Hey, you know how you you know how you promote this game? Yeah. You promote it with like Talladega and Daytona International Speedway wrecks yeah. and cars flying through the air. <laughs> Just interceptions or, or, turnovers. You go super pro. You go super pro. So either Adam Gates or John Elway is going to have to wrestle a bear at midfield for the loser. Now, now, now I'm going to watch. Now we're talking. I'm all in. I thought you were going to try to sell us on the return of Bortles potentially for Denver. Uh, oh, my God. Text more than Jacksonville, Ben, right? There's a bigger audience out there. There's That's a city a of Jacksonville. All right, Jason Fitz, thanks for jumping in, man. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. I'm looking for somebody to wrestle a bear. That's all I want. You guys have a great week. You too, man. Jason Fitz, 7 o'clock at Spain and Fitz on ESPN Radio all across the country. And uh, we always have fun uh, with Jason. That's a really good point. I mean, it is uh, It's a clunker. It's a stinker. It's. A, you remember a couple years ago when I think it was uh, – you know, they, it was kind of a rule. I think it was an unwritten rule. It's a loose rule to say every team should get a primetime game. But it's not an actual rule, yeah. is my understanding of it. It, it. Or either it was and they loosened it up, or it's never really been an actual rule, but they try. And I think it was kind of thought that, like, Shad Khan was basically like, don't worry about putting us on mm-hmm. primetime. <laughs> you know, like, I would be more of that. Mm-hmm. It's, you run a big risk. Well... You don't run a big risk. The NFL is such a billion-dollar business. You're, you're, look how bad the Jags have been overall, and, and their, the value of their team is threefold what it used to be. So I, I don't want to over-dramatize by saying you run the risk. But from a narrative standpoint, mm-hmm. where the Jets right now are just the – I saw an article today that said, like, New York instead of New York, right? Yeah, yeah. And which is very true in, mm-hmm. in that sense. But the Jags have been like this, too. Like, I, would, I love the primetime games. By 11 o'clock on Thursday night, I said, I hate the primetime games. Like, Jacksonville, that was not a good show. Like, it doesn't make Jacksonville look good. It didn't make the Jags look good. It doesn't make Doug Marone look good. doesn't make Shad Khan look good. doesn't make Gardner Minshew look good. It didn't make anybody but James Robinson look good. And that's if you really wanted to deep dive. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I wish they didn't play that on Thursday night. If you're going to look like that, it's better to not play. You know, yeah. if the Ravens want to look like that last night, well, I can give you 20 examples of the last five years where they looked good in prime time. See, so these, I, I almost, if I was the Jets, I'd be like, don't put us on this yeah. year. We knew we were going to stink anyway. Well, don't put us on. Well, listen, and I understand right now that with the Jaguars, it was a bad look for sure on Thursday night primetime television. But keep in mind what happened last year. It put Garner Minshew on the map. Nobody knew who Gardner Minshew was until that Thursday point. night game. So, yeah. you know, you can't have it both ways. No, you, you can't. Either, yeah. either you win and you do well, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and then you true. get the, the, the Uncle Rico spot <laughs> on Apple Network, or you lose and no one's talking about you. You can't have it both yeah. ways. But from this perspective, though, from the Jets and Broncos' perspective, what's there to be gained? What, what's going to come of it? Well, the Broncos are different. Broncos are now, you know, they hurt the quarterback. The quarterback's hurt. I don't all know. That stuff. I guess, like, Noah Fant, he could do something if he has well, a, I don't know. Again, man. you lose your quarterback early in the year, it's a little different. I, I yeah. just think the Jets are the joke here. Right. The Correct. Jets are the laughing stock here. Like the they Jets, are. there is nothing. Like even if Sam Darnold plays well, you're just going to be like, well, it was against the Broncos and he yeah. got lucky. Like this isn't going to be a coming out party for no. Sam Darnold. It's like I can watch like Fireman Ed in the stands too going crazy. Like at least there's some kind of ambiance there. There's nothing. There's literally nothing to get excited Fireman about. Ed probably oh, retired for a second yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Probably did, man. <laughs>
<laughs> he probably went to the New York Giants. Well, I didn't call the Giants either because the Giants are, are trash <laughs> as well. He's going to Buffalo. That dude, yeah, there we go. That dude needs, that dude needs a team, man. That dude needs a team. Uh, so I, it's just a, it's a wild thing. I, I guess if you subscribe to any press, it's good press. And that's kind of what the NFL does in a way, yeah. right? Whether yeah. it's and sports teams do, it's like controversy or good well, or bad. I, I just regardless if he has a good game, Darnold jerseys aren't gonna be flying off the shelf. It's like they're just, not. There's, there's nothing there's, to gain. There this. is very little to gain for the Jets, especially, and probably the NFL Thursday night. It's mm-hmm. just one of those throwaway nights, and I think the ratings will speak to that. Um, and that's what you get sometimes. I mean, that that's just part of it. Hey, back to the Mahomes Watson. Rogers thing like everybody is so like I am I'm I guess I always try to play I, I don't know if I do it intentionally or subconsciously mm-hmm. but I just try to play sometimes I'm like all right everybody is talking about this guy like he's the greatest thing ever he's going to be the greatest ever he's going to be and I think he's phenomenal like mm-hmm. I really like Mahomes but I think sometimes we go we fall in love so quick mm-hmm. and that's what got me to the question like if you tell me hands down Patrick Mahomes is the best QB in the game right now, I I don't say that. I don't Oof. like I I think Russell Wilson right now with what he has and what he's done with what he has is just as impressive as watching Mahomes play football. I know he's in Seattle and we don't watch him as much and I know they haven't won as big as much, but again I think you have to take into account the fact that Kansas City is playing with a video game offense. And they've got a very good, but, smart coach, too, yeah. that's helping. He's just in such as – I'm not say, taking away from him. He, he's fantastic. But it, you have to account for the fact that he is in this situation that is absolutely tremendous, much like Brady. That's why we always had the Brady-Belichick conversation. Yeah. Brady was in a great situation, and he took advantage of that, and his skill set and his talent showcased in that. I think Mahomes is that right now. But then how is it fair to say, well, Patrick Mahomes has too much help around him, but then Aaron Rodgers has maybe even less help than Russell Wilson does, well, and Aaron Rodgers is playing just as well as Russell Wilson. That's why I brought them in. Yeah, like, but, but I think Rodgers, Rodgers is so... Because he, he's so savvy and, and kind of like that older quarterback. And I always compartmentalize these quarterbacks and, and say, like, I thought Brady won a lot at the line of scrimmage. I think uh, Rodgers wins a lot. I think Drew Brees wins a lot at the line of scrimmage. I think Manning wins a lot at the line of scrimmage. Okay. I think Russell Wilson probably now wins a lot at the line of scrimmage. Like, Mahomes isn't doing that because he's not old enough to do that just yet. Like, he even said in the broadcast, he's got a lot more to learn. I think these other guys, they have no, they know every trick right now. But I also feel like the playmaking ability of Russell Wilson is on display, maybe even more so than Rodgers, because what you wow about with Rodgers is his supreme arm talent. Sure. Right? So you take the the veteran savvy and his arm talent. What I take with Russell Wilson is the silly playmaking skills and his knowledge and his veteran experience. What are you taking with the homes? Yeah, he's got great arm talent. But it's also the silly playmaking experience, you know? No, no, I hear you, man. But if we're going to go just based off help alone, I mean, you have to go Aaron Rodgers then, right? Because his best wide receiver, Devonta Adams, is out right now. Yeah. He's throwing to, he's throwing to a, a, a player that the Jaguars didn't even want. He's throwing to Alan Lazard and uh, Valdez Scantling. Yeah. Where, is, where is Valdez Scantling from? Can anybody tell me? Probably not. Like At least Russell Wilson, he's got DK Metcalf, showed a really good rookie year. He's got Tyler Lockett, always been pretty dependable. He's got Greg Olson, obviously up there in age, but still a pretty dependable, can run some good routes at tight end. So with that being said, Russell Wilson has a lot more help right now than Aaron Rodgers. So I'd give the nod to Aaron Rodgers. But at the end of the day, listen, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback out of all these, in my opinion. And it's simple as this. Whether it's Andy Reid, whether it's the weapons that he has around him, the stats 
speak for themselves, right? And the beauty with, and this is what makes Kansas City such a great organization. And this is why I think the, the Chiefs are going to win again because they're committed to winning right now. We are never going to know if Patrick Mahomes is truly the best quarterback of all time in the NFL because we're never going to see Patrick Mahomes on another team. And we're never going to see Patrick Mahomes without weapons. Like the Chiefs realize, like, listen, Patrick Mahomes is the future of this team. Pay him. Sounds good. All right, so who does he need on his team? Well, he needs Travis Kelsey. Pay him. He needs Tyreek Hill. Pay him. Uh, Andy Reid, head coach. He needs him. Pay him. Like, They've taken care of Patrick Mahomes, so we never have to ask that question. Like with Tom Brady, we're going to ask that question now in Tampa Bay. You know, and maybe down the line, maybe Patrick Mahomes goes someplace else. But my point is that they're letting him succeed. They're giving him every opportunity to succeed. And as long as, long as that's the case, there's no argument in my opinion. Yeah, it, and you are right on the money, by the way. They're doing a great job of it, and it kind of goes into the conversation we had a little bit yesterday where right now I would just load up on offense and mm-hmm. figure it out on defense because that's what you're keeping up with, mm-hmm. and that's what they're trying to do, and that's what a lot of the league is doing right now, and it's hard to play defense. And, yeah, you still need – Kansas City's making stops. They come up with a big fumble on yeah. Lamar Jackson. Like As soon as every time I'm about to tweet, so you don't need defense, somebody makes a defensive play. Sure. But I feel like you only need three or four defensive plays and because you're going to make 25 offensive plays in a game and I think Kansas City's like the epitome of that but to your point like statistically what you're looking at with Mahomes is incredible yes well statistically what I'm looking at with Russell Wilson is absolutely unfathomable and okay. incredible and he's doing it with less that's my point let's hear it I mean what, what do the stats say let's see he's got uh they're right next to me actually all three are right next to each other here so this should work out well this does not read well on NFL.com, by the way. Um, but uh, yards per attempt, Russell Wilson, 9. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 7.4. Aaron Rodgers, 8.4. All okay. in the same ballpark. Yeah. Uh, pers- uh, completion percentage, Russell Wilson, 77. Patrick Mahomes, 68. Aaron Rodgers, 67. Mm-hmm. Touchdowns, Russell Wilson, 14. Patrick Mahomes, 9. Aaron Rodgers, 9. Interceptions, one for Russell Wilson, none for the other two guys. Quarterback rating, 139 for Russell Wilson, 114 for Mahomes, 121 for Aaron Rodgers. And I'll leave it at that. Well, did, I mean, did this show like the rushing touchdowns? Because, I mean, those count, too. Uh, There's a reason why Lamar Jackson was the MVP last year. Yeah, you're big into these rushing guys. Uh, look, well, I th- hey, I'm into touchdowns, dude. Uh, let me see. I was When I look up quarterbacks, it's funny, but passing stats come up. It's really interesting. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I don't know if I can get to I can, all right, I can the look rushing it up real quick too. They're not. They don't really want to show the rushing ones. But anyway, that's because like, they don't want Patrick Mahomes to make it. But but am I making a decent point? I mean, it, you're like everybody knows the the numbers are incredible yeah. for Patrick Mahomes. Well, they're even more incredible for Russell Wilson right now. Sure, and I absolutely agree with you without a doubt. But I think with what Patrick Mahomes has been able to do in his what first three years, four years of football. I mean, yeah. well, again, you got the context of the question oh, is not who year. you want to build the franchise okay, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like who's the best quarterback on the resume, which because they're all really good. And right now you take any of them for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I understand if you're starting an organization, you would take Patrick Mahomes. He's 25. Like, of course you would. Yeah. Uh, so it's more like, hey, you got a couple of weeks and you're going to take grab a quarterback. And I don't know. I think I would take Russell Wilson right now over Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I, I, I know that sounds crazy. I take all three. Yeah. But if I had to pick one, I think Russell Wilson's playing the best football out of anybody. So Mahomes has one rushing touchdown. Okay, does does Wilson no. does he uh, Rogers yet? 
No. They all nope. three can run. So. I, yeah, of course. Yeah, I haven't seen one discount double check yet. So no. So only uh, Patrick Mahomes has one rushing touchdown. That's it. Came okay. last night. Because they all can move. They all Correct. can run. It, sure. What's interesting is like uh, uh, I saw sacks. Yeah. Mahomes and Rodgers have two. Yeah. Wilson has nine. Yeah. Which I don't know if that says something more about his. He tries to extend plays, which they all do, mm-hmm. or if it says something about their offensive line, which then would speak to my point again. No, for sure. And listen, at the end of the day, I guess. I just go off of what I've watched on TV. Like I've seen Russell Wilson play a lot. Um, those are, you know, those have been the, the four o'clock games here on the slate in Jacksonville. And obviously I've seen Patrick Mahomes play a little bit. And I just think the, the brand of ball that Patrick Mahomes can throw. And once again, maybe that's due to his receivers and things like that, but just the plays that he can make. Um, and Russell Wilson can make plays too as well, but I would probably just go Patrick Mahomes, um, over Russell Wilson. Oh, how come you're not bringing up Josh Allen? Well, because I don't know the Second, Allen stuff in yeah. terms of right now. He would be fourth on anybody's list in this conversation. Sure, but I'm just saying. I mean, touchdowns. He, he's, he's playing got fantastic. Yeah. He's got 12 total touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, you know, I'm not dismissing what they've done. They're accomplished. The guy, the three guys that we're mentioning are all accomplished. They're all similar in style. They all have. They can yeah. chuck the deep ball. I mean, those other guys probably have more arm talent than Russell Wilson, but they're savvy. They've got enough game experience now. They've been on the big stage. I mean, they're all comparable. They can move. Again, the 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 difference between the Brady's and the Manning and the even the Drew Brees conversation is you're talking about a different style quarterback. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, do you want this or that? Yeah. These three guys, you could take the whole package, and they're, they're somewhat similar. Last thought on this, and this is where Mahomes comes into play, and I think this is kind of why he is the overwhelming, like, oh, my gosh, look at this guy. Mm-hmm. It's because of the 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 wild nature of what it looks like. Even the fullback touchdown. Who underhands a pass to anybody, right? <laughs> I the no-look stuff. The 16-step drop and then just launch it into the sky yeah. and Tyreek Hill or no, Miko Hardman's waiting yeah. right there. Yeah. I mean, he does, but they all do that too. See, that's mm-hmm. why I think we're discounting. We've seen those kind of silly, goofy, crazy, entertaining plays from both other guys, Wilson and Rodgers. And I know Mahomes is the hottest thing going right now. Mm-hmm. And he's tremendous. Heck, he hasn't thrown an interception in his career in September. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. I just think we're overlooking those two other guys right now, especially yeah. Russell Wilson. Also looking over Kyler Murray, who has 10 total touchdowns, <laughs> which is good for third right now in the NFL. Good for third. Yeah. How many Next rushing touchdowns, Mahomes. right? Leads the league in rushing got four, touchdowns. He's got four. Hey, he's got four. That's, <laughs> that's, that's uh, I'm just saying. As many rushing touchdowns hey, as interceptions. Hey, that's 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 total <laughs> touchdowns, right? Third place right now. See, I can find stats or anything if I really wanted uh, to. Yes, you could. Yeah. yeah. That's a fun conversation. Uh, listen, the bottom line is everybody would take a, There's a lot of good quarterback play right now. Yeah. In the NFL. Yeah. There's a lot of good quarterback play. Uh, and, and then there's the quarterback plays that we're wondering, do they, like the old guy checklist. Mm-hmm. Does it, where are we at with it? Drew Brees? Eh. Right? Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady? Mm. He still hasn't scintillated me, if you will. Philip Rivers? Is that, is that a phrase? Scintillated? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are we talking about football? What are we talking about? I don't here? know. Is that, right. is that bad right there, what uh, I just said? You might want to check the Google just, on that one. You might want to check the Urban Dictionary <laughs> on that one, man. <laughs> Yeah. Scintillating, uh, sparkling, or shining brightly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard fine. that word used before in different. <laughs> yeah. topics. I have uh, not. I have. Obviously, the watch some. The bottom line is that was their like, Tom Brady, has he got your attention yet? Not really. I'm good. Not really. Right? Rivers. And Rivers. 
I mean, they, it's just they played the Jets, man. Their defense had two pick sixes and they had a safety, and Jonathan Taylor looked pretty good. Yeah. Rivers, I mean, they've won they, a couple they, games. They brought in Jacoby Brissett just because, like, what do you because, want us to do? Yeah. yeah, rest the old guy. Yeah, yeah, rest the old guy. So speaking of, let's go uh, second-year uh, quarterback report card when we come back. How about it? Are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> are you sure you want to do hey, it? Are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> no, I'm okay. going. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> I think we might go over this be week. worse. Yeah, right. We're going over. We'll see. We, yeah, we're Game going over. Go and get, get that pen ready. Get well, that wrist we'll ready. We'll have that when we come back on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. Some uh, NBA play-by-play here this week as well. Right here on ESPN 690. Austin Lane. Hey, hey, you all right? <laughs> yeah, I know. You look over like, are you going to make it? Yeah, man. I'm making sure we're all good here. Hey, listen, hey. I, I get choked up about the new lineup. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. He's a Super Bowl winner. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, and I think the plays that you've seen him make, you know, throughout the course of his career, like you're saying, you know, in big games, in big moments, you know, I think that's what, you know, makes him him. You know, again, he's never afraid at any moment at all. You know, he's no, he doesn't fear a defense. He doesn't fear anything. You know, when he come in there, he's running the show. You know, and again, I think that's what makes him special. You know who that is? I know exactly who it is. He played again. I didn't hear the whole thing. I'm sorry. That's what I was trying to tell you. Put your headphones on. I thought you were talking about the headphones. That's what I thought you were trying to, trying to tell me. He's a Super Bowl winner. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, and I think the plays that you've seen him make, you know, throughout the course of his career, like you're saying, you know, in big games, in big moments, you know, I think that's what, you know, makes him him. You know, again, he's never afraid at any moment at all. You know, he's no, he doesn't fear a defense. He doesn't fear anything. You know, when he comes oh, yeah. in there, he's running the show. I got him. I mean, what one question. Is he Baltimore Raven? No. Oh, that, that, that was big trust. No. Oh. Oh, gosh. Come on. He, like, said it with there confidence. There is a Jacksonville tie. Yeah, it's Allen Robinson. How? What? That's the game, man. Figure it out. What, what? That's what game? He's talking about Nick Foles. We were on Patrick Mahomes. We're just going to sidetrack now to go to Nick Foles? Well, what do you want, a layup? Well, I mean, I want more than a half-court shot. I just drank don't, it. Don't act like Call that. Call me Steph Curry. Don't act like everybody that was Allen Robinson. Um, no, don't even no, act like that's that. That's the idea. Who okay. can get it? Okay. I got it. You got it. Congratulations. You know what Allen Robinson's voice sounds like more than I do? Hey, Allen Robinson, you sound like Mark Ingram. Cool. Context clue is everything, too. I mean, he's talked about a Super Bowl winner. I thought, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl winner. That's what I thought we were not talking about. Not the only one. I guess not. That's <laughs> Yeah, I had 100 guesses. Never would have got that. Never would have thought about Nick Foles. I'm here for you, A-Rob. Yep. I got you. Yep. I got you. Um, are you going to uh, – this is uh, not a deep so, dive into politics. Okay. But are you watch? Hey. If, will you watch hey. a debate tonight? Hey. Oh, yeah. You I will? can't wait. Dude, it's going to – and listen. <laughs> I mean, listen. You, you know the whole phrase, you have to laugh before you cry? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's where I'm at right now. I don't know. I'm not political, Brent. You know me. I don't know what's going to happen. But you know what? It's probably going to be an absolute you-know-what show. And you know what? I'm going to tune in with it because what else can I do? I can't be sad and sulk. I, I'm going to laugh at this. And I'm going to but, but use this to be my entertainment. Season 6 of Call of Duty did just come out. Did so. it? Yeah, that's not going anywhere. It'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, like talking, we're talking Joe download. Biden, Donald Trump live, mano y mano, tale of the tape. Let's go, Brent. I tell you, hey, Cooch, you know what I would tell him? Take the 90 minutes and go watch Social Dilemma, and then you'll realize why we are the way we are in politics. Oh, yeah? Yeah, kind of. It Kind of, right? 
It's the same method. Yeah, the whole thing is like it has to be polarizing. Yeah, it's the same method. It's the same method as everything else like involved in that in that show. But they're also running for the you know the leader of the free world, so it's pretty important regardless of what what the commercials say. Yeah. uh, Uh, Okay, Brent. Okay, Brent. (laughs) Hey, 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 have you been on Facebook lately? Have you seen the passion coming from both sides? Yeah, but you said it's pretty important. I mean, important. Well, it's important. Yeah. Have you have you been on Facebook? I'll say that again. I, yeah, I have. I okay. Mean, my the hey. value chart on this debate and and is is Brent, not up there for me. People are passionate though, right? They're, well, they are passionate. Okay. That does make it important. They're passionate. People usually are passionate towards what they think is important. Tell me to I'm be wrong. Fair, no, I did watch the internet debate what color a dress was. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and hey, and exactly. hey, by the is way, that, a, that is important, Coos. Hey, that is important. And for all you degenerates out there, if you want me to start breaking it down, there's, I was going to say, what's the bets? There's bets out there, oh. man. Prop bets. What's, what's Trump going to say first, China virus or something else? Like, there's a bunch of bets going on there. So yeah, oh, I, I got some money. I think I saw. So I saw there was a prop bet somewhere. Now I can't remember the context of it, of of which subject. Yeah, but but. I, like I said, man, it's going to be absolute crazy and off the wall, and it's not cool that I'm sitting here at, treating it like it's, it's like a circus, basically, but that's what it is. So either I can sit there and feel bad about like, what is our, what's going to happen to our country, or I can just go down with the boat and say, you know what? Let's have some fun. Let's have some laughs. Laugh now, cry later. Yeah. Laugh now, cry later. It's actually pretty well. We said this, uh, I think it was, maybe, we, maybe it was four years ago. That we were talking about it like this. I, I don't feel like it was. Maybe there were some other debates going on between now and then. Just didn't feel like four years ago to me. But they are become sporting events. Oh, without a doubt. They are sporting events. Correct. Like, it is, it might as well be Florida, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And yep. you know what? You know what else is really interesting? Again, this is from somebody very non political, right? I don't. I don't even pretend to know about because I honestly I think I don't know what to believe. So that's really why I don't pay yeah, attention. Sure, sure. Because why try to get through that mud? Yeah, I mean, you, um, you you have your life you have to live, and you're doing your best you can. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm probably ignorant to the facts because uh, it's hard to find the facts. But <laughs> it would be like it's Florida, Georgia. Without the later on, let's have a party and tailgate, mm. right? Yeah. Because what's crazy about what used to be pol- politics, I think, is these debates were meant for people who were undecided. Correct. Well, there's nobody that's undecided. Well, very we're all, few is undecided. We're, undecided. We're, all, we're all set. Yeah, we're all set to go. But 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 they're not waiting for the issue. No. They're undecided. They're they're decided because they've picked the side. Yeah. Like they want Florida to win. They yeah. want Georgia to win when you play that yeah. game here. Yeah. Well. They want this guy Listen, to win. They want this guy to win. This it's is, become a sporting event. This is going to be like watching Florida, Georgia, and it's going to be a 3-0 ball game, and no team passes the entire day. And you leave <laughs> that game thinking like, well, it was Florida, Georgia, but ugh, I mean, I guess that's what's going to happen tonight. But that's, I mean, that's the best. That's from a broad view. That's what the debates have become. They've become a sporting event, and you're rooting for your team to win. Correct. And. What a weird place. That's not what they were intended to be, I don't think. Uh, not very good at civics, but I don't think that's what they were intended to be. <laughs> no, man, I think you're supposed all. to listen to the issues and everything else. I don't even know if we'll leave the debate tonight knowing what the issues are in the presidential race. I'll tell you what we're going to leave it with. 
some cool memes, some cool sound bites, some cool gifts. Oh, yeah. I can't wait, man. Oh, my arsenal is getting paper thin, so I'm going to load back up tonight with some cool gifts. Seriously speaking, how much do you think the percentage of people will be turned tonight or swayed tonight? Say you're kind of a, a middle person. Mm-hmm which there's less and less of, mm-hmm. or you're kind of closer to the middle, but you kind of have a side. I mean, what are we looking at? 2%? Probably. I mean, that's kind of what People we're already have at. their minds made up. Yeah, and that's it's not, by the way, this isn't the only debate, so, I mean, it's, yeah. it's not like they have to make up yeah, their I mind mean, right and, now. Unless, but, like, unless, who knows, unless something, like, crazy is said, where it's like, what did he just say? Maybe then it could be more... But I think people are kind of set in their ways, and they know what they're gonna what they're gonna do come voting time. Just did ten minutes on the debate, and not one, at least on Twitter, what? stick to sports. Anybody on Facebook? Uh, not that I saw. Not yet. Oh, it's I'm, I'm looking now. at it's coming. I'm you looking got... at the prop bets. No, but it's over. Like uh, the oh. conversation's over. So if you want to say stick to sports now, yeah, well, that, you're too late because we're going back to sports. You missed. It, it's no longer a jab. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Plus. <laughs> Plus five hundred fifty on Trump not saying the words law and order. Ah, law and order. That was the one I saw actually. Yeah. yeah. So what about a give me a Biden one so we can be fair and balanced here, like all the networks really are. You gotta be fair. (laughs) Okay. um, As he sips his diet coke (laughs) into oblivion, he knows what's up. uh, uh, Balance. Will Will Joe Biden say fact checked? it's minus one sixty for yes, plus one twenty for no. Mm. So he's gonna say it, apparently. I guess so. <laughs> I'm not betting. What's worse, betting on that or like preseason games? <laughs> you, you can, I think it's worse to bet on. Like, no, listen, this is the worst. I, I think I have more respect if you bet on like your kid's little league game compared to this, man. Because you're essentially betting on the future of our country. Like that's bad. Like at least you're betting on your oh. kid. Like listen, I have faith in my son. Right? I don't have faith the in my son. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, a prop, golf, there's a prop bet on the color of the ties they'll be wearing. That's a good one to get in on. Listen, that like automatic. Isn't it? Isn't, isn't Republican red and Democrat blue? Red is the the most likely of this in the the odds, I guess. Well, yeah. yeah. Any more brain busters? I mean, that'd be like a Gator fan wearing a yeah. red and black tie. <laughs> what are we talking about? I here? mean, that's even a prop bet. Exactly. You think Mullen's gonna have? A I hope one of them comes out with a paisley one on. Yellow, oh, but a yellow or gold tie. If Trump wears that, that's plus. There's, there's no some kind of awareness no, going on. No yellow, gold. That's a power color. Oh, is it? Gold yellow is, is yellow. Is yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I remember, yellow. When, I, remember when I was, yellow. I remember when I was getting uh, suits like getting into this business. Yeah. And that that was like I remember that clearly. I don't know what really? other ones are, but I know yellow is a I think said a power color. Sunshiny yellow is a power color. Yeah. Huh, I'm about to look that up real quick. Biden's second most likely is purple. I don't well, I, yeah, <laughs> No, that might be for awareness. I was gonna say there's gotta be some kind of awareness stuff. That might be. Power color. Um so I'm pretty sure power color is yellow. Tell me I'm wrong. Or maybe You're it's right. gold. No. Uh, no, I, I don't I mean, I'm not trusting this website. Just give me some time. <laughs> this, this website looked a little too out there for my liking. All right, time for our report card on second-year quarterbacks. And it's not a good one. You got it? Um, Not the report red, card. Red's a power color. Orange. Orange is a power color. Brown. Green, it's every color in the in the thing. Blue, black, gray. No, this is not. I'm not going with this. Yeah. There's way too many colors. It, they this, can't all be I mean, power go colors. Etsy.com or something. What color are power suits? <laughs> what is it? I don't know, dude. Sorry, I keep going. 
Uh, I'll find out later. Okay, thank you. Let's get back to football. Yeah, you're asking the most unprofessional guy of all time. Yeah, guy who's never worn a suit. You know who would know the power colors? I feel like Bachman would know the power colors. Oh, no doubt. Well, John's a walking power, power color. I'm texting him right now. I think it's tough, John. you got to be in between. John's got a tough job tie. Is he going to go red or blue tie? I'd have to go yellow. Paisley. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Paisley. Paisley something. All right. Time for the report card. Second year quarterbacks. Yep. It's bad. Yeah, there's week. there's very 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 few bright spots. So Daniel Jones terrible. Well, what was the stats, Brent? You want to re- pop those off real quick? Well, I got to get the check mark. Okay. Board. I'll go get it. I'll get it. Let's okay. see. Uh, well, I can look them up right now. I got you. Hey, right, you get it. Yep. You, you be the uh, statistician today. Yep. So, I'll be the check so mark now, guy. And how's Daniel Jones doing? By the way, that's your guy this whole season. How's he doing in terms of checks and minuses? Daniel Jones has uh, none. So far. Okay, so he's got all minuses. He's got all minuses. Uh, Dale Jones, obviously a rough game against the 49ers. And keep in mind, there was a 49ers practice squad team that was out there. True. Uh, 17 for 32. Ooh, 53%.13%. Uh, completion percentage, 179. Is this is a quarter or is this a big game? <laughs> 179 yards total and zero tids. And let's go with one interception. Uh, what was his rating? Not good. I mean, do you... 56.6. Yeah. All right. Uh, no go. No go. Drew first. Locke doesn't play. So that's a ch- minus. Yeah. Minus. Stay healthy, dude. man. Guess Availability. Healthy. Yeah. <laughs> you got to eat your vitamins, man. You got to drink your milk. Stay healthy. All right. What about Dwayne Haskins? Ooh, let me look at that. Look up the Redskins. Yep. You could just go to the scores on ESPN. No, Brent. It's funny how people navigate there. websites differently. I know. I go right to Pro Football Reference. Cut the check. All right. Check this out. 21 for 37. 56.76% uh, completion percentage, 224 yards, the most yards he's thrown all uh, season, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Mm. A 58.8% right. rating, no. No, the three yeah, interceptions do you in, man. Oh, dude, you're done. I mean, Thanks for playing. How can you get a check mark with three interceptions? Yep. Minshew? Let's go to Minshew. Don't look at me like that. You know what's coming. Hey. <laughs> Go and try to delay this as far as much as possible. The inevitable is coming. The, the hammer is about to be dropped. I just said, how do you how do you get a check mark with three interceptions? He said, you're right. I just remember that. Yeah. Gardner Minshew, obviously Thursday night, uh, 30 for 42. Like that completion percentage, right, Brent? Yeah. 275 yards. I'm not mad at that. Zero touchdowns, though. One interception. And a fumble. And a fumble. In the red zone. And a fumble. Like, the- like what you led basically to a point blank touchdown. Yeah. You yeah. want to know what's wild? So you said 275 yards? Correct. Kyle Trask, I believe, for Florida on Saturday, yeah. had 30 for 40. And I'm not trying to compare. It just shows you the difference. Game. He yeah. was 30 for 42. Yeah. But I think he had what? Like 460 yeah. yards or whatever know, he had. What, what did that tight end have? Is it, uh, what's his name? Kyle Pitts. He had yeah. four touchdowns. No big deal. What's his uh, name? 70. <laughs> sorry. Um, 79.0. Quarterback rating. Just it's funny the numbers. See the numbers. Like I told told people, they don't do it justice. Yeah, it wasn't a good performance. It's yeah. not a check mark performance. Yeah. It's a minus performance yeah. for Gardner Minshew yep. and two critical. Tur- well, the the one critical turnover. Yeah, and and really, I think the it says a lot. They didn't throw a touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah, throw touchdown or run for touchdowns as well. Yeah, do something. <laughs> No, don't, no, turn the music off. Yeah, no, no, music's good. Cool. No, we have one more player to go. No, this is fine. Go ahead. I can't wait. Let's talk for five minutes about Kyle Murray. All right, guys, so check this out. What did he do? Hey, and then let's keep in mind now, you're facing a Matt Patricia-style defense <laughs> who was coming. They had to fight for this win, okay? Yeah. Oh, because, they were desperate. Hey, hot seat, Charlie, Matt Patricia, like he was on the hot seat like one wouldn't believe. 
Kyler Murray, 23 for 35, 65.71. I'm not mad at that. 270 yards, second best game in terms of that. Two touchdowns. Now, yes, the, two interceptions. But keep this in mind, though. Keep this in mind. One rushing touchdown as well. Kept them in the game pretty much the whole time. Man, um, you know, usually we give out check marks. I, I give him two check marks. Can't give him two check marks there. Let's give him one check mark. All right, but Kyler, you got to be better. A lot of fantasy points. One check mark it is for Kyler Murray this week. But let's be honest, you got to be better. Matt Patricia, probably the game of his life, by the way. Called the great defensive game on Kyler Murray. Jeff Okuda showing why he's a, as a first uh, round pick. Um, probably one of the best cornerbacks right now of all time. And Jeff Okuda as well. Yeah. Really, really got to that Kyler Murray interception. It was a buzzsaw, no it doubt about buzzsaw, it. man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tremendous stuff. So check then. Just just one check this time, Brett. Yeah, just one right. check. Get check that? equals my. What are you? You you on the curvature scale one, here? We're, we're on one check. Someone's got to get a check mark. To Nobody Kyler. checks. Okay. Bad week. Bad okay. week for third year quarterbacks too, because Lamar Jackson was worse than all of them. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> and yeah. we got an hour to go. We talk more football, a little major league baseball too. Get ready for the playoffs and uh, maybe even sneak in a little NBA finals chatter. It's all on the way. Plus, why the bubble worked. And still works. Next on ESPN 690. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.